Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a great show today. You know, this is the second time I've invited this guest on the show. What he's doing is remarkable. His name is Mr. Rick Burnett, and he is the CEO of Lane Access. And, you know, when we talk about the global supply chain, everybody's talking about it right now. Everybody's talking about what's happening in the U.S. freight industry. Rick and his team at Lane Access are right in the middle of it. I mean, they are really trailblazing a completely new path forward for this very fractured $12 trillion global supply chain. I mean, it's really incredible what's going on. Of course, Rick, as many people know that watched the show from the first interview, he was on Start Engine as a raise, and he's raised well over $5 million, perhaps one of the most successful raises ever on the Start Engine platform, of course, with full disclosure. I am an investor on Start Engine. I love the platform so much. But Rick, welcome back to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series again. Thanks, Andy. Good talking with you again. Thanks for having me on. And, and just for full disclosure, I am an investor in Lane Access as well. All right, Lane Access and Start Engine. I love it. Okay, here we go, Rick. Let's get started. You know, there's so much to unpack. There's so much to catch up on. But for the people that maybe didn't see our first interview, in the unlikely event they didn't see it, go ahead and uh, share with us what's going on at Lane Access. Let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. Yeah, sure. Um, so since the last time we talked, just, a, a, you know, a 60 second, you know, what is Lane Access and what, we're, what are we doing? So we're the industry first uh, direct freight network. So it's a brokerless direct freight network. So we're the purest form of a transportation movement. So a shipper connects directly to, a shipper manufacturer connects directly to a trucking company, a carrier, uh, and then they negotiate through the network. Um, once they confirm a rate, we pull payment, hold it in escrow, and then we have a mobile app that tracks in real time, electronic documentation, um, in-app messaging. Then once the, the load is delivered, uh, payment after 24-hour release period is released directly to the carrier. <clears throat> and then uh, our, our tokenization, our access token validates the 41 different key elements and then stored on the blockchain. Yeah, it's so awesome. I mean, this is really backed by a patented technology right now. You created really the first brokerless shipper-to-carrier direct freight network. And it's all powered by blockchain and, of course, the access utility token I mean, it's incredible. When we think about it, Rick, there are 28 billion or more 
empty truck miles per year. Let's talk about that and what lane access solves with regard to that big problem. Yeah, so we're actually leveling transportation to where it's focused on network visibility. So actually building efficiency within the network. A lot of people don't realize that the majority of, of the transportation actual movements are done manually still today. And that is because of the 1.8 million trucking companies in the US, 97% of them are smaller independent, 1.4 million. And you have quite frankly, a million owner operators. <clears throat> and so there's no network that connects directly to the shipper manufacturer <clears throat> to the person that's actually hauling the freight. So even large companies like a Walmart, a FedEx and Amazon and all the rest of them have to go to this smaller independent marketplace to move the daily truck movements. And when they do, they lose that visibility because there's no tracking on those trucks. And so what Lane Access is doing is building the ability for these guys to go direct on with who's actually hauling their freight today, right? And then allowing that network to be built direct. And as that is, then we're building AI components within the side chain of each load level that alerts the network with the available capacity. And then at the end, when the driver gets to delivery, he can go to the network and find the next movement directly from the shipper. So in that, we charge 1% to the, to the shipper. So on a $1,000 move, we make a 1% transaction from the shipper and then a $5 load tracking fee that the shipper pays for the data and the load tracking and electronic documentation. And then we deduct a $10 fee or 1% fee from the carrier. So in that, that is the purest form because we don't get involved in any of the negotiation between the shipper and the carrier. They negotiate direct. We just make a, a transactional uh, fee. Yeah, it's so awesome. And, you know, you think about 1% on $1,000, it's 10 bucks. So people might say to themselves, well, it's $10. But when there's, you know, millions and billions of empty truck miles per year, that adds up pretty quick. And of course, in the traditional way, prior to lane access coming to the full, there's so many phone calls and there's faxes going back and forth and texts and more phone calls and more faxes. You've eliminated all of that. I mean, it's really, really awesome, right? Well, and that's the singular, in my opinion, that's the single reason why there's 28 billion empty miles or a million trucks that move empty every day is because of that inefficiencies that exist. And we're really focused on, there's 875,000 loads a day posted on load boards. And we're really focused on every 1% of that that we can move to the direct model, you know, is around 10,000 loads a day. And we feel within the next three to five years that we're going to start capturing the large, the lion's share of, of that inefficient process. Yeah, I love it so much. And one thing we need to talk about, of course, when we think about shipping and we think about transportation and moving things around, there's the big guys in the world, you know, the Walmarts of the world, the big, you know, Amazons of the world. And man, oh man, I think about it. And if they could work on your system with what you've built, I mean, that opens up an entire new revenue stream stream for what you're doing, right? Yeah. And, and actually, you know, um, they will participate, right? Because they're hauling the freight today. These smaller independent guys are hauling their freight today. Um, we're just giving them a tool and a network to where they can go direct. Since the last time we spoke, um, 
you know, we've actually filed some additional patents that's called the Federal Transportation Network. So what that is, Andy, is that is a single network that allows the federal government to have visibility into the five plus million trucks that are out there, similar to what an aviation system is. But we're building a federal transportation network that gives the government data, real-time visibility, and the ability to connect in the case that there is a pandemic or a natural disaster or things like that to where they can get data connection and, and ability to communicate directly with that in cab of that truck. Yeah, I love it so much. And for the entrepreneurs watching this show, rewind what Rick just said. It's so important because really this is a transformation of something that's outdated and that's the outdated supply chain, of course. And it's a worldwide supply chain that's outdated. So as young entrepreneurs or even older entrepreneurs watching the show, when you start thinking about big problems and you want to make a mega trend, if you can fix something or solve a problem for something that's so big and outdated, like Rick has done with his entire team at Lane Access, you've got to run to daylight kind of an opportunity, Rick, which I love so much. Rick, let's talk a little bit just about the guys and gals in the trucks. I know that's kind of dear to your heart. You know, I've been in a truck before. I've never really been a driver, but I just sort of visited one. I mean, it looks like a spaceship right now, all the technology and all the screens. And I mean, people don't know that the, that the drivers of these trucks and these trucks in particular, the mechanics and the technology, I mean, they're, they're 21st century, right? Oh, absolutely. And all of them now have an in-cab terminal uh, device, you know, in the cab itself. And then all drivers are now becoming quite frankly, tech savvy to where the future for them is going to be direct and digital to where they'll do everything right out of their truck. Yeah. It's incredible. Of course, you know, you go, if you get up at five, four o'clock in the morning, like I do sometimes and you get on the road, you get on the highway, you just see all the truckers trucking and they're really the people that make the world go round. I mean, without the truckers, you know, there's no chance of having any type of normalized society. Of course, everybody's talking about the the driverless trucks, but you know, listen, it's a it's a long way off before they figure that out. And and certainly, um, it's the people that make the trucking industry go. And now, backed by your new technology, the patent pending or the patented technology, I mean, they're going to have a much more seamless way interact their business. And Rick, one thing I want to talk to you about is a lot of these truckers, I mean, they're they're mom and pop shops. They either own one truck or a couple, three trucks. I mean, they're taking the control of their own destiny and their own family's financial well-being by sort of hooking into the lane access system. Isn't that right? Absolutely. And And quite frankly, we feel that in the next five years, there will be a network of three plus million owner operators because we feel we can fix the driver shortage. Uh, the drivers, there is no driver shortage in this industry. There is a driver shortage today of people fed up with the industry. Um, but that's because they're sitting there for six, seven, eight hours to get loaded or unloaded and they're not getting paid. Um, Anytime there's any kind of bro problem, the broker or 3PL push that problem to the actual individual trucking company. And, and they're fed up from the aspect that they can't make a good living and they're the ones doing the work. 
And that's really what our mission is, is through technology, they can prove that they were there because we have that data. And they can prove that they sat for six hours before they got loaded or unloaded because we can prove that through data. And they can start charging detention times. And they can start charging locations that do load six hours because they can look at that prior to accepting that load and say, look, I need an extra $150 because it takes you guys six hours to load. We only make money to move. And that's proven through data. And so through those combinations of all the efficiency that we're providing, we're actually going to start to reduce the inefficiencies and the pain points within this industry because all of those have risen from the massive amount of middle that is currently exists within the supply chain. Yeah, it's powerful stuff. Let's talk about it a minute because I'm an investor in another business. We have trucks going back and forth in the business and Recently, we got a big, you know, price increase and it was sort of a surprise and, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. You shop it around and of course, you know, the prices went up. What, what happens, you know, to the truckers? What happens to their price points when more and more people start adapting or, or adopting the lane access platform? How does it make it more efficient? How, what happens to the pricing from both ends of the spectrum? Well, in, in any model, once you carve off the middle, I mean, you're, you're taking out a 15, 20, 30%, whatever that margin is that currently exists. So the two people that are involved in that are paying that. And so once you start to remove that, now you get the peers form of the negotiation between the two parties. That's the layer one, right? And then the layer two starts to come in to where, let's say the shipper now has an ability to expand its carrier base, right? And so where he was doing business with 20, 30, 40, 50 carriers, now he can start doing business with 40, 50, 60,000, right? Or 40, 50, or 500, 600,000. That expands his ability to negotiate, right? And then once he starts to, to get a larger expansion of a network, he starts to capitalize on the million trucks that are going empty to where today he's negotiating at a front end movement and in the future, he'll be able to negotiate with a back-end backhaul rate. Wow. I mean, and, and those are those are done purely from a technology network perspective. Wow, I love it. It really looks like you've really bridged the gap between the freight industry and what I'm calling web 3.0. I mean, it's really, really awesome, Rick. This has been a great update. For the people watching this, you know, go back and see Rick's first interview. We, we get into it a little bit more, a little bit deeper, but so much is happening with lane access, you know, every single day, every single month. The team is just making great strides. More things are being patented. This is really an awesome company. And Rick, you know, I wanted to thank you uh, for slicing out some time and giving us a big update on what's happening over there. It sounds very, very powerful. And we love what you're doing. We kind of feel like we were there at the beginning and now we're watching Absolutely. this sort of hockey stick growth curve. Maybe you're going to become a next unicorn company. Rick, thanks so much for coming on the dot-com magazine show for the update. Thank you so much. And we're going to bring you back one, again. One closing comment. We are in the process of, of, of filing our reg A. We are, we are at the point where we need to scale. Um, and we are, are, are gearing up for that in the next three to four months to start that scaling process. So why don't we, you know, plan on later on this year, uh, you know, touch and base again with, with your networking community, Andy, 
And at that point in time, I think we're going to have some really exciting growth path, um, you know, that's uh, coming. I love it, Rick. Thanks so much for coming on the dot-com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series again. And great job with Lane Access. Thank you, Andy. Anytime. Appreciate your time. 